It is yet another Wednesday, Lawyer Talk Off the Record on the Air, Wednesday Blitz Edition, March 10, 2021. Waiting to sink in and interface with the Blitz over at 99.7, Loper and Randy Show, the best terrestrial radio show that exists in Columbus and maybe everywhere else. That's right, you heard it here. The rest of the Lawyer Talk crew not here this morning will be reconvening with the entire table for a show on Friday. Uh, not a Blitz show, but just a regular Lawyer Talk show. While we are waiting for the Blitz to interface with us, just a couple housekeeping things. You can always check out our podcast at lawyertalkpodcast.com. That's a place where you can interface with us, send us uh, questions, things that you want us to answer, uh, even if you didn't make it through on the Blitz. Uh, you can also check out some other shows here happening at Channel 511, specifically uh, Comedians on South High. That is taking off. Jared is uh, is working with Jason Banks and crew to put together a great show of stand-up comedians. And lots of others have been contacting us uh, to do their own podcasts. Uh, there's some technological advances here happening at the studio. We are about to be a fully operational multi-cam live stream studio. That's right. You can have up to maybe four, five, six cameras and, and different feeds going out live. Or obviously, if you just want to do a recording with a multi-cam setup, you can do that too. In other words, we are keeping up with the times, maybe getting ahead of the times as uh, – technology advances and as the demand for such technology has advanced i think uh in large part because of the COVID shutdown so uh hit us up at uh, channel511.com you can always check us out at ohiolegaldefense.com that's my law firm and we can uh, put you in touch with the right people at the right time to get your podcast started uh, it looks like the blitz is uh tuning in now here we go all right, it's time for Legal Calls with Steve Palmer. How are you, man? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Pretty damn good. We can take your texts, ladies and gentlemen, at 99700. We can take your calls at 821-9970. This is Chris on line one. He has a traffic question. Chris, Hey, what's up, good morning, man? guys. Morning. What's Go ahead. Your, yeah, what's your question, buddy? Hey, um, I'm considering getting a triple train horn on my truck. Uh, I do a lot of driving down to Cincinnati uh, for work. And uh, my question is, if I were to use it on a slowpoke in the left, left lane, um, would I, could I be responsible for causing an ac- accident or charged with manslaughter or something ever were to happen? Uh, yeah, I, first of all, I I don't know what the traffic laws are regarding horns, but I would suspect that there is some triple horn. Is that what he called it? A triple horn? Yeah, I want to get three, three train horns on the, uh, underneath my truck. Yeah, I got a hunch that there's going to be a problem with that, but I'm not sure exactly what it is. And if you were to use that in a way that, that, uh, say startled a driver, uh, and caused an accident, I would be worried about the consequences uh, to you. In other words, uh, it might not be a great idea. So you know, do it at your own. Do it at your own peril. It's, it's certainly against my advice. Now, Chris, you're not a tailgater, right? No, no, no. Oh, I don't. I don't believe that. I don't believe it. You know what, man? I, this is the only thing I'll tell you is like anywhere you're going on the road is never worth it, man. It's just like it. I've been there too. I've been the person like you know. I love to pull up next to somebody back in the day and throw them the bird. Like, what's wrong with you? You know what I mean? But now it's like cringy, right? I mean, it's just that you even think about something like that. I would just if you had if you like me at all if you're if if you are a lopey lope friend of lopes. If you will, let's just not do the triple horn. Let's do a double horn. Okay, let's be more sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, hey, have a great day, man. 
You too. All right, see ya. Let's see. Anna is here. I'm sorry. That's uh, Randy's contestant from Trimmer. Trivia, wrong paper. Uh, let's get Jeremy. What's up, dude? Hey, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing great, man. Fellow Jeremy. Oh, we have a oh, cool. pandemic benefit question for Steve Palmer. Yes, I do. Please do. Uh, so, yeah, I'll try to explain this as cogently as I, as I can. Um, it all started last April, about a year ago, when everything was starting to shut down. You know, the state was going into closures and things like that. Well, I was working at a bar at the time and um, everyone got laid off and my employer gave us all a mass layoff code to use to apply for unemployment benefits. So I went online, I created an account with State of Ohio, created my pen, all that noise, um, and used the mass layoff code that I was provided um, from my my employer. Um, I was immediately denied benefits. Uh, So I left it alone. I, I didn't I didn't think about it anymore. I thought to myself, I'm just going to figure something else out, yada, yada, yada. Well, a week and a half later, a woman from the Ohio Department of Jobs and Family Services, I did not get her name, unfortunately, called me and told me that there was a problem with everyone, with a lot of people's um, applications, and that, in fact, I was eligible, and would I, would I still like to be, uh, uh, you know, claim the benefit, to which I said yes. Um, at that point, I received the full $750 per week for like the next 25 weeks in a row, right? Um, it wasn't until the last weekend that I claimed my very, very last um, weekly benefit that I was told that I was actually not eligible uh, originally and that I was now um, owed to pay all $12,133 back to the state of Ohio uh, within 60 days. I wow. think you're going the wrong way. You're going the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I think you're not going to be alone in this. I think there's going to be a lot of people suffering uh, similar problems. And how it all shakes out, I can't profess to know yet. I, I would say this: uh, generally, when I when I when I when people come to me with unemployment issues, it is because they have somehow defrauded the unemployment system. They have gone to work and earned money, or worked uh, even if they weren't earning earning money, uh, with the expectation that they would earn money in the future and still collected unemployment. Now, here you have somebody at the unemployment agency basically telling you flat out that you were you were eligible, and you had your employer telling you were eligible. Now, so I don't think you're going to have a criminal problem. Whether they could then force you to pay this back, I, I, I don't know, and I certainly don't know on the, what the terms would be. I would say uh, in the administrative area, there is almost always, in fact, there is always an appellate review process. It's not, you know, it's not everything we'd want it to be. It is not uh, full, like, proof beyond a reasonable doubt type of stuff, but you can probably challenge the decision. And I would make sure that you either get an attorney or read the small print or both very carefully because there's going to be time deadlines. There's going to be ways that uh, you have to preserve your right to appeal, and uh, you're going to want to do that. Uh, and then, you know, how it all shakes out after that, I don't know. But I strongly encourage you uh, to find an attorney who deals with this type of administrative law regularly and get some help on it. That's uh, that's about the best I can tell you. And and the other thing I will say is I think that it will work out somehow. I really do. I don't think that uh, they're going to really be able to expect everybody to pay back. Uh, whatever they receive, particularly in your situation, when you were told you should get it. So uh, at least not in the timeline that they're talking about. So uh, if you need any help getting a referral, you can give me a shout, 614-224-6142. Thanks. Appreciate your call. Cool. Thanks. Thanks, Mr. Palmer. Thank you. All right. 821-9970, 800-821-9970. We get Steve on the phone with us each and every Wednesday. 
to uh, answer some questions here. So, Steve. Yes. With the uh, with the whole stimulus check now, uh, is is someone that is behind on their taxes? This is a question that we had from email. Is that up for grabs if you are getting a stimulus check? Like this person says that, that well, I guess they don't specify exactly how far behind on their taxes they are, but they're saying like when that comes, will it run through the IRS first and you'll lose a portion of that money if you do owe? Uh, let me give you the solid answer. I do not know. I have no idea. And, I, and I'm not sure anybody understands how this stimulus thing is going to work. My guess is it is uh, it, it's going to come to you and if you cash it, uh, you'll cash it. I don't think it's going to do anything. That My guess is I don't think it's going to do anything to offset the debt uh, one way or another. Now, I, I could be wrong. It, it could run through the IRS and they could take their skim first. But uh, I, I just don't think that they're going to be organized enough to get that done. Somebody out there will know the answer to this, an accountant or, or somebody who deals with this more regularly. But I got a hunch that it would be really difficult for the government to get all their ducks in a row and understand what the right and the left hands are doing at the same time. All right. Well, there you go. We have one via text if we have time for one more. Sure. Uh, this is from Tony. He said, I was given a ticket for walking with an empty red cup. I was drinking outside my friend's house waiting for my Uber. I finished my drink before getting into the Uber, but I didn't want to leave the trash in the car. I was trying to throw away the cup, but the officer stopped me and took the cup before I could find a trash can. And I got a ticket. Well, I wonder what the ticket is. If the ticket is for having an open container, well, uh, there's here's the issue. So this is the, this is like Red Cup Saturdays down at the Ohio State football games. Uh, if you're walking around with a red cup, there seems to be some magical formula that people think they don't that they're allowed to do it, even if there's alcohol in it. And that, you know there is some enforcement laxity, I suppose, for the right word, or if that's the right word, that the police will let that go sometimes. But it doesn't mean that it's legal. So if there's alcohol in a red cup, it's still against the law if open containers are not permitted where you are. But they have to prove. So what you're saying is people should start using like water bottles and stuff. Well, what I'm saying because is people should the just. The red solo cups aren't working anymore. Yeah, the red solo cups aren't working anymore. But uh, I guess that is your advice, not mine. I will say that. I would say that people should not uh, have an open container where it is yeah, not lawfully right, permitted. Yeah. All but, right, Steve Palmer. Uh, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Well, let me just finish that real quick. Then you, then you can't okay. cut me off. They have to be able to prove that it was alcohol in the cup. So usually when they have uh, an open container like that, they take a sample and have to be able to prove it. Otherwise, I don't think they're going to make a case. All right, cool, man. Sorry to cut you off again. I, I do apologize. Uh, Steve Palmer is with us each and every Wednesday, usually not cut off uh, just today by my sharpness. And uh, you guys have a you guys have a lawyer at your disposal, absolutely free every single Wednesday. So why not take advantage? Thanks, Steve. We'll talk to you soon, man. All right, thanks, guys. All right, that was uh, Lawyer Talk Blitz Edition. So a lot of calls coming in. It's it's good to hear, as as we've said over the last few weeks, and maybe the last month and a half or so, uh, fewer and fewer COVID calls. That tells us that uh, obviously people are getting back to work, getting back to whatever quote normal uh, they can get back to. Uh, it doesn't mean though that. Uh, those who have lost virtually everything are going to be normal. Uh, and I'll just say my piece on this real quick. I have heard this time and time again. Uh, don't worry. Uh, everything will be back to normal. It'll all be over soon. It'll, you know, we'll be back to, to our regular lives. And I, I just want to remind everybody out there of something that I think is pretty telling and that it, at least something important. Uh, if, if a small business in the course and scope of this pandemic lost everything. So it's a restaurant or a bar or whatever small business that they were starting at the time. And now it's gone. 
uh, there, there is no back to normal for that individual. If they had their whole life invested in that business, their savings, their time, uh, their family, their money, everything, everything you can think of, and it's gone, it's really difficult to bring those people back to normal. So uh, this is not to say that it would, it's not great that things are opening up and, and things are, are starting to happen again. But just keep in mind, as you're talking to people, and particularly those who have lost everything, their family work, their family uh, business, everything that uh, made them who they are, uh, there ain't no normal for those people ever again, uh, at least not the way it was. So to the extent that normal is is this, well, we're, we're back to the way it used to be. Um, uh, for those who didn't get a paycheck throughout the pandemic, for those who lost their businesses throughout the pandemic, for those who lost their life work throughout the pandemic, uh, that can be a tough thing for them to hear. And I'm not saying you can't say what you want to say, but if you're saying and thinking that that's going to uh, somehow uh, bring it all back and it's all going to it's all going to be quote normal for everybody, it just isn't. Um, now, the other thing I would say is get out there, support your local businesses, support your restaurants, support your uh, your small businesses to the extent you can. The big boys made money here. Walmart made money. Amazon made money. Uh, the grocery stores made money. Uh, I'm not going to comment whether that was fair or not fair or whatever, but they made money and the small businesses did not. And to the extent that a small business was able to stay open, well, if, if you want to do your part, if you want to uh, get involved, if you want to help out where you can, uh, support them. Send your dollars that way because I think that is going to be uh, the best gift you could give other than a other than just a, a reassurance that it'll be all, quote, normal sooner or later. But uh, with that, I have said my piece. Um, everybody out there, be safe. This has been, uh, I think, another great phone-in question edition of Lawyer Talk with a Blitz. As I said before, we are going to have a full-blown show uh, coming out later this week, so tune in for that. Uh, everybody who is uh, subscribed will obviously get notice of that. Uh, and just a quick recap of things happening here. Uh, channel511.com, look us up. If you got a question for Lawyer Talk, go to lawyertalkpodcast.com. Uh, again, we got lots of cool stuff coming with uh, the video capabilities, live streaming, other people signing up in droves for uh, to create their own podcasts. We got folks right here in house that will help you get set up. Uh, Brett over at Circle 270 Media, he's been on the show with us the last few weeks. Uh, he's awesome, man. He is a podcast guru. He knows how to get podcasts where they go, knows how to optimize them, knows how to uh, help you create content that people want to listen to. Uh, most podcasts, uh, most po- a lot of podcasts these days anyway, are business oriented. Uh, so it's like uh, the old trade journal idea, but in podcast form. Brett's a pro at that. So look us up, um, and we'll we'll put you in touch with Brett. Uh, as far as the sound, it sounds great. It always does. Freddie B was in here over this weekend helping us uh, tweak some some sound for our uh, live interview set. We have a set here in the studio where people can actually uh, conduct interviews, like talk show style. They can deliver. Uh, addresses. They can do web training. They can uh, do virtually anything. Now we got some brand new mics that are that are really awesome for that. And Freddie B making that happen. Uh, Jared obviously with comedians on South High. Uh, check out that show where you find your podcast and specifically Jason Banks at uh, at TikTok. Man, he's blowing up millions of uh, followers already, and it's for a reason. It's because it's just funny. And then. Uh, finally, we should reach out to Photo Dan, Dan Buckley Photography. There is a reason, if you go to our website, that the photography looks so great. And it ain't because we're good for co- photographers. It's because Dan is, and he helps us uh, do the video shooting. He helps us do the uh, still photos, even helps us build our websites. So uh, check us out. And uh, let this be your one-stop shop for your podcast. Uh, you can call us up, 
send me an email, make an appointment. We'll hook you up with a website. We'll hook you up with a podcast. We'll talk to you about uh, video. We'll talk to you about the audio. We'll talk to you about uh, the content, the duration, when you should drop your podcast, all of the above. And that's all happening right here at Channel 511. So this has been uh, Lawyer Talk off the record on the air, at least until now.